So next is uh, Pika. This is basically prompt to video generation. What I went and did was I kind of did three. You can see got Cal here. I've got one of your favorites, which is an animated bulldog with a lightsaber. And I took our yeah. influencer from last week. And so you can see that my prompt was bulldog holding a lightsaber ready to strike a Sith Lord. And so not quite perfect, but... Oh, close enough. If I go here to the influencer, she's now been animated and she's breathing, right? And you can kind of see that and notice it's quite subtle. So you're giving it, yeah, the picture and then it yeah. makes it do something. Correct. That is Correct. bonkers. This Week in Startups is brought to you by Squarespace. Turn your idea into a new website. Go to squarespace.com slash twist for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use offer code twist to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. The Equinix Startup Program provides hybrid infrastructure solutions for startups, including up to $100,000 in credits and personalized consultations and guidance from the Equinix team. Go to equinixstartups.com to apply today. And Gusto is easy online payroll benefits, and HR built for modern small businesses. Get three months free when you run your first payroll at gusto.com slash twist. All right, everybody, it is Monday. So we're going to do our AI demos. It's demo or die time with me again. My bestie, Sandeep Madra, Sunny. People don't know, like everybody assumes my besties mm -hmm. are Friedberg and Sachs and other famous people who shall not be mentioned. But in truth, right up there with all those famous people, it's my guy, Sandeep. We go skiing Appreciate together. It. We do this pod every Monday. We do. Maybe we'll go to Vegas, hit the tables. We just have a good time. <laughs> we have a good time today, aren't we? We're having a great time. It's been fun. Good it's year. It's fun, right? It gives us another yeah. excuse to spend time together. And this is like yeah. for, you know, people who are listening, who are entrepreneurs, investors, whatever, you're out there in the world. When you find great people, spend more time with them. It is an incredible recipe for making your yes. life delightful. There it is. There's life tips from J-Cow. You can play the jingle. Find a great person, spend more time with them. Sunny is a great person. You can follow him at Sandeep on Twitter, slash X, x.com slash Sandeep. I know where you're going with demos today. Okay. I didn't look at the docket. I like you to surprise me. You know that. But yeah. there was a, a Pixar animation that went viral over the weekend on Twitter. X. Yeah. Yeah. Of a kind of like a Pixar character, Chat or bot. dare I say a Disney one, Yeah, that was had, um, uh, let's just say in a classy way, portions that you don't often see in yeah. the real world. Uh, in other words, you know, uh, Jessica Rabbit-esque, fill in the blanks. Um, yeah. And everybody was going crazy about this. So is that where we're starting? I wasn't going to start there. I was going to put that up at the end, but we, we can definitely well, that tease it. Up. Let's just start. Let's yeah. give them what they want. This okay. is the most controversial thing on the internet this weekend. Yeah. Uh, the video, when I saw it, had 5 million views and it was in the first day. I yeah. retweeted. I made a ton of jokes. I'm sure my team has those queued up and ready yeah. to go. Explain to the audience this AI companion that went viral. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So I'm going to pull it up and so we can have it in the screen share as well. All right. So if you go to our YouTube channel, you go to playlist, you'll find the AI demos playlist. It'll have all the shorts. It'll have all the full episodes. You can just geek out and play it. Okay. Super helpful. So what's happened over the uh, weekend, I guess it was at the end of last week, someone, um, this team here created this app called uh, DG. I guess that's the way to uh, pronounce it. 
And what DG does is on iOS or Android, not on mobile, uh, not on web yet, it allows you to create a character and then start a relationship with that character. Okay. And, um, you know, what's interesting here is that they've chosen uh, kind of like this, what we said, like cartoon or Disney-esque. And you can see some of the examples here where the character is getting upset and the character is reacting to what you're All right, so let's play the audio. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so let's let me just cue this up. It was so nice talking to you today. Honestly, I've never met anyone like you. <laughs> the world is harsh, except you. It was so <laughs> nice talking to you today. Oh my lord! Honestly, I mean, this is like incel baiting. Incel baiting. Okay. What, if you know what an incel is, it's involuntary involuntarily celibate term okay. for men who don't date women i guess in a heterosexual okay. context but anyway this is like pandering right is that actually the product is the product actually uh, uh an avatar like that or is it just a chat bot because it looks spectacular i mean it looks like a disney movie yeah like uh you know you, you can see this is just an app i'm in the app store yeah and you get yeah. an avatar and you get to choose some different ones and you get to chat with them so it's exactly it. what you would think and it's 17 years old and above and I can see here in the app store, it's currently number 15 in entertainment. So this thing, yeah. they got what they wanted. There's in-app purchases. Yep. So they want to get you to pay to have a 17 plus dialogue with this. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. You know, a very romantic partner. As yeah. opposed to when you talk to ChatGPT or Claude, I don't think it allows for this kind of more adult scenario. And I don't know yeah. how adult it is, to be honest. I haven't downloaded it yet. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think of this uh, in, in general? Because I, I, um, I saw people making fun of it. Obviously, they did it in a way to bait people into responding. I saw a lot of women responding, saying, like, this is terrible for society. This is pandering, like, impossible standards, whatever, misogynistic. And then I saw other people saying, like, I don't know how to talk to women, like, specifically guys in my, in my feed when I was making fun of it. I had people, like, literally saying, well, I don't know how to talk to women, and this is going to give me the confidence to do so, I think. So I saw a couple of different takes on this. And... What I would say is the following. I think, you know, the world is ever evolving with technology. And I do think there's this bifurcation of folks happening. And I don't know if the bifurcation will be 50-50. But I do think there is a huge segment of the world population that is lonely. And I think this allows them to have someone that they can interact with. Um you know, now there's differing views in broader society. And I think like, you know, a lot of people out there pushing for population growth. Elon is, is at the top of that saying, have more children. Yeah. But I do think, um, there is a, a real need for people are lonely and technology has made people lonely. So I think in, in some regards, this is a good thing for folks because, you know, today, what could, you know, what, what do people do that have money? They go get a therapist. They're able to go to their therapist, they're able to talk to their therapist and have those conversations. This lowers that bar to, you know, the kind of the level of this technology. What, what, how do you think about it? Yeah, you know, if you were a conspiracy theorist and putting on a tinfoil hat, okay. you'd be like, we're, there, and there are people talking about this, like the depopulization, you know, um, depopulating the planet and, you know, getting there to be less people on the planet. Let's put conspiracy theories aside, no tinfoil hat here. If people okay. were lonely and you could relieve that loneliness in the moment, 
it, you know, that seems to me to be an okay thing to do. And you could talk to your virtual companion. But yep. part of being a human is having the courage and the skill set to go talk to a human. And I understand for some people that causes anxiety, especially for somebody who was for two years in COVID, right? A young person who never really learned to socialize, perhaps, or maybe you have an yep. anxiety thing, uh, or you're introverted, and it takes a lot of energy. Um, and so we've now have this like, uh, easy way an off ramp, right? And some people would say adult content is an off ramp to having an adult relationship with another person. Some people are gonna say this is a way to have a relationship with a computer that can never argue with you or, you know, panders to you as the video clearly does. They set the video up to be like, Oh, my God, you're my king, you're my, yeah. you know, oh, you're my everything. <laughs> yeah. And I'll yeah. be honest, there is I, I saw this about 15 years ago, I was in Japan in Akihabara, which is the electronics okay, yeah. district. Yep. I remember and there were people that, yeah. in line. Yeah, it's a very cool place to visit. And there's yep. people online for uh, the release of a new like video game. And so, you know, I was with a couple of people, it was in the Engadget people had hooked me up over there and we were giving me a little tour. And I said, what's this for? And we walked to the front of the line and they have this like maid cafe concept where maids like dressed as French maids will serve you cake and play a video game with you. And it gives you, this is real world, Sandeep. Yeah. Uh, you've heard of maid cafes? Yep. We'll, we'll throw yep. one up on the screen here so you can see it. And the maid cafes are kind of silly and campy, but it, they serve a purpose a person who is lonely can order a piece of cake, you order a set, and the set is a piece of cake, a drink. And then with the cake and drink, one of the uh, models slash characters, if you think about like Disneyland, yep. a maid will come out and they're, and they're all like, you know, little different genres and, you know, uh, clothes, etc. And they will play a game with you. So when we went, I played like a word game or something. And it's like having a friend to play a game with, but they happen to be in a costume. And then they all get together and dance on the thing. It is not overly sexualized in any way. It's kind yep. of just a fun, campy thing. And then they had, the line was going to this other May Cafe. Yeah, and you can see May Cafes here on the screen and just a quick Google oh, search. Okay. And yeah, and so they're dressed as French maids and it's kind of like anime-esque, I guess. Okay. It is role not- Role play. Role play, yeah. It is, it is not prostitution. It is yep. not- you know, any of that, which you might think at first glance, um, it's literally like a cafe, but people are dressed up. Yeah. Literally like when you go to Disney and there's characters around. But this line was for a video game that was using AR, where you take your video camera, like your webcam, put it on a little box. And the little box was made out of paper and had a QR code on it. And when you put your camera on it, a little maid would pop out and then you had a stick and you would interact with her with a stick and it was like a little naughty and a little yeah. cheeky. Okay, wow. And these men uh -huh. were lining up to pay, I think it was 60 or 70 bucks for it. So long sh way of saying, this has kind of existed in Japanese society. Now, if you look at Japanese society, they're in population decline. Yeah, people are not having babies. There are resources in the country, but young people, you know, and I had it happen to me two or three times that I, I don't really feel like it's just to bring a child into the world, mm -hmm. because of how bad everything is. And so I think this, there is a dark aspect to all of this that would lead somebody like the movie her, etc to become more introverted, to have an unrealistic expectation of what a relationship with another human is. We, you and I as friends could disappoint each other. We can yeah. delight each other. We could learn from each other. And that's the thing that depending on how these are executed, you know, the proof is gonna be how you execute it. So if it's executed well, and it, you know, reminds you like, hey, you know, we have this great relationship. Have you made any relationships in the real world? And I encourage you to do that. And what's yeah. stopping you? And, you know, do you have places where you can learn to find friends? Have you thought about taking up a sport? 
Have you thought about going to a cafe? Have you thought about emailing some old friends or asking a friend from work if they want to go play a game or something? Have you thought about setting up a poker group? All that kind of stuff. So I guess the devil's in the details. The way this was executed was link bait, obviously. Um, and I, the founder was on Twitter. And I think Naval's an investor and a bunch of other people investor. Yep, saw that. So there was a thread. mini controversy like, why is everybody giving him a hard time? And it's like, well, you deserve to get a hard time if you release a Disney character with huge proportions and it's kind of like uh, misogynistic. So they knew that going in, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was a link baiting trick. Yeah. 22 million views later. It's fine. Wow. Listen, if I go to your website and it looks terrible, the design's no good. It's not responsive. I'm out. No more excuses for ugly websites, especially if you're a startup or you're a venture firm or you're representing yourself, your small business, your consultancy, stop settling for okay or good. Go for great. Go for excellent go for world-class. And you know what's world-class? Squarespace. I say Squarespace, you say world-class website because that's what you're going to have. But you're not just going to get those beautiful templates. You're going to engage your audience with really amazing features. You can sell anything. It's got every e-commerce feature you can imagine. And plus, it's optimized not just for your desktop, but your mobile, your iPad, and they have a fluid engine where you can drag and drop your website. And you might not know this, but you don't need to go spend money on sales analytics, marketing analytics, or SEO. That's built into Squarespace. And it's integrated, so it's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Create an online store, create a blog, create an event, whatever you're going to do. A subscription business, maybe you want members-only content. You can do it all with Squarespace, and you can do it all simultaneously. It's the simplest, most effective, most powerful, and best-looking way to start your business online. And if you got friends and family members, and they want to build a business, and they want you to build their website, here's what you do. You send them to squarespace.com slash twist for a free trial, where you're going to go to set up your website. So here's your call to action, squarespace.com slash twist for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash twist for 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. You heard my explanation. Yeah. Given my explanation, I, I heard you leaning towards the loneliness side, and then you heard mine, like this could go to a dark place. Where do you wind up with this? And it's 12 bucks a month, I think. It's the future. I mean, oh. as much as we want to deny it or not, like, let's go back through the sci-fi movies of the 80s mm -hmm. when you know, we could predict where this is going. This is what we're going to have, right? And um, it existed in lots. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie like Total Recall. Sure. I don't right? remember it. Sort of all these movies, of, you know, for some reason, they all kind of follow these like dystopian paths, but yeah. they always have some form of AI avatar girlfriend. Yep. Mm. And we're just in that era now. It's yep. inevitable. We're soaking we're in there. it now. Okay. Yeah. Well, well we're going to track it. I would like to see one that was a friend. Yeah that really gave you sincere advice. Um, I do worry that one of these companies is going to get sued at some point because law of big numbers. Um, yeah. I think in the United States, you know, it's tragically, we have suicide has become a huge thing in the United States um, and the Western world generally, whenever you have abundance and anxiety and all this stuff, um, causes of death, you know, can go down from like, say, being violently murdered and then other things can go up. So obesity kills you, drunk driving kills you, and also people kill themselves tragically. What will happen, because um, I've seen this happen in many companies, is a million people will get on the platform. And then out of every million people in the United States, uh, is maybe it's one out of 100,000 people commit suicide every year. And so when somebody commits suicide at an Airbnb, tragically that will happen, I'm sure it has happened, or you know, they'll do, do it at some other new technology or associate with some new technology. They'll write on Reddit, they're going to kill themselves and then they kill themselves. That's horrible. Yep. But Reddit has 30 million people. 
of course, somebody is going to write something on Reddit and then kill themselves. That's just the law yeah. of big numbers. Somebody's going to get into a relationship with one of these things. And then it's going to go dark. Nobody's monitoring it, I don't believe. Um, yeah, 700,000 people die due to suicide every year. My, my producer's yeah. son, but I, I don't know if that's in the, maybe that's in the world, not in but the United Jacob, States. Obviously. How does the difference say from like OnlyFans? Okay, yeah, so just to pause for a second here. Yeah. I do think that's the next shoe to drop. So in another year, somebody will do this and they'll do something horrible to themselves or others because the avatar relationship. So let's just put it yeah. there. So I wonder if the if people use the word companionship for these, what responsibility you have to have if you're giving advice to people or playing this fantasy? I, I don't know that. I, I haven't really thought it through. Do, do you think yeah. there's a responsibility on the people creating these language models and then putting them in this packaging to create friendships and companionship? What responsibility does the creator of a companion have to the eventual outcome of that relationship, if any, in your world? Yeah, I mean, that's a... That's a difficult question. Um, I'm just trying to think through the models. Like, look, like, you know, people definitely go on OnlyFans and, and you know, sp sponsor, you know, partners and, and whatnot. Um, and I don't know, maybe the line is different there because it's a human, but a lot of those are like, th those are businesses on the other side, right? Where they're taking requests and, you mm -hmm. know, taking donations and, you know, I, I don't use a service, but like, I definitely kind of know the edges of it, right? And so what changes when, it's replaced, you know, the, it's replaced by an LLM, I guess it's like sort of the same discussion you've had several times on the trolley problem and autonomous vehicles, right? People yes. get in car crashes all the time. Obviously there's rules and regulations around it, but as soon as an autonomous vehicle crashes, who's responsible? Is it's it a the higher standard, higher yeah. sta new technology has a hundred X standard because people yeah. get scared of new technology. It's that simple. Yeah. 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 This so, is, this is yeah. the wild, you know. Wow, Wes. I don't think we can deny it. It's going to happen. Um, what's the show on HBO where they, they live in that fantasy world? Um, and I can't remember it's called now. It's like, uh, I think one of Elon's exes is in the show. Oh, oh, Westworld. Westworld. Westworld About a simulation. Yeah. yeah simulations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that one, the, the, that was Michael Crichton's book, Westworld. There's a movie okay, from it. it um, yeah. And then they made it into a TV series. And that is like, hey, here's a real world person going into a scenario with robots uh, with yes. robots that's how yeah. they did it previously yeah and so yes like how you treat the robot there's moral issues there like if you were to yeah. assault a robot yeah is that just you venting or is it okay so if you were yeah. to get into a relationship with an ai and the ai yeah. you were abusive towards it are you an abusive person yeah. if your chat logs with it get dumped and people yeah. see you you know playing out whatever fantasies the whole thing is just really messy and i encourage people yeah to first and foremost, develop relationships with humans, not yeah. machines. Um, yeah. It's I think it's a road to nowhere in, in most cases, the, the machine relationship. And for the yeah. creators of these things, I think you better start thinking about where this is going. I know there's a quick buck to be had here. I'm sure this thing's gonna make millions of dollars a year. Yeah. But you really do wanna think about what impact you have on society. Does it mean well, you can't make it? Why does sci-fi go there? Well, sci-fi like is always a way for people to comment on the world today using technology and a future state of events right yeah. so if you looked at planet of the apes uh and you know as a french author did it i think it was in the 60s and, and you know that was really about um slavery racism they explored all number of topics there uh right and they just reversed it right oh you came back to earth and the humans are the slaves you yeah. know and 
you know, anim- in our world, animals are being slaughtered for food, you know, in another, yeah. you know, uh, in the matrix, humans are being used for batteries. That, that kind of was talking about factory farming in a way. Yeah. So th- that is the canvas of sci-fi. But now we have sci-fi becoming reality and, and we always do, right? It catches up. And here we are. I just think you have to think through the edge cases. And then is what you're building as a technologist world positive or not? That's all. Um, Some people might not care. And I'm not saying the law should stop people uh, from doing any of this. But I do think being thoughtful as a technologist, if you were releasing self-driving, you'd be thoughtful, yeah, about it. Yeah. Okay. And so releasing this, what are the rules here? There's no agency of digital friendship. Yeah. But there, there are agencies around therapy. Well, that's so, what I was going to ask you. How does how does Calm do it? Because you're you know you're an early investor in Calm, yeah. and that's become- so they don't claim to be anything other than meditation and equanimity and you know help and and there's science that's been done at UCLA and other places. The Mindfulness Center at UCLA has a lot of research and thoughtfulness around uh, using um, meditation for things like PTSD or lowering yep. anxiety, etc. Said another way, thoughtfulness. They did research and studies. This was released. If we were to talk to the founder, and they're certainly invited to come on uh, next Monday to talk with Sandeep and I. Um, so yeah. shout out to the founder. Come on. I would love to ask the founder, did you do any research on this? Uh, what are the safeguards? And did you work with anybody in the academic community or in the suicide community or in the self-harm community? or in the psychology community writ large about the impact this could have on a human being if they took it too far. In other words, what cigarettes didn't do, (laughs) you know, (laughs) cigarette companies, you know, did research and then literally didn't share it. The the car companies knew that seatbelts and airbags would help. They they literally just, you know, uh, hid that information. So yeah, that's, that's, that that would be my best practice, right? Uh, In something where you don't know. Yeah, I, I really like kind of what you said there. Maybe that's good guidance to you know, the founders that listen to us here is if there's an area and you're not sure, the one of the things you can do is go out to, you know, academia or something, you know, similar and, and get some external advice and guidance. And you can use that as a kind of a, a wayfinder in some of these touchy space. I, I like that. That's good advice. Okay, cloud computing has revolutionized startups over the past decade, you know that. But the reality is, hey, a fully cloud-based solution is not right for every startup. Sometimes a hybrid solution is your answer. Like if you're working with sensitive data that can't be trusted to the cloud, or if you need to connect to multiple cloud providers at once, or maybe you just want a much more cost-effective solution. In that case, you need to check out Equinix. Equinix Metal will give you direct access to physical servers, but you still get all the benefits of the cloud. So no need to rack and stack your own servers. No, Equinix provides on-demand infrastructure in over 25 major cities. And here's the best part. They have an amazing startup program for you. The Equinix startup program offers personalized consultations and guidance from the Equinix team. And of course, you'll get up to $100,000 in startup credits. So here's what I want you to do. Head to equinixstartups.com to apply. And when you apply, James from Equinix is going to reach out to you directly. That's equinixstartups.com to apply, E-Q-U-I-N-I-X, startups.com. What should they do in terms of monitoring conversations in your mind? Should this be completely anonymous? Or if somebody in there mentioned doing something terrible in the world, like real world harm, mm-hmm. and, you, and it was an imminent threat, so they said, I'm going to do this horrible thing in the world. I won't say specific scenarios, yeah. but- 
you know, psychologists or therapists, if you say I'm go or even teachers at schools, if a student or, you know, somebody in therapy says I'm going to harm myself or somebody else, they're they're, re they're required to report it. So that transcends the confidentiality, the confidentiality, the patient client confidentiality. So if this person, you know, said, Hey, I'm going to do this horrible thing to myself, let's say, should they be monitoring that? I think so. You think so? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think it should be made very clear that there is, you know, like kind of sticking on a theme that we've had AI all the way down. There's an AI monitoring the conversations for Ooh, interesting. safety and security of yourself and other people. People don't remember this if they're under the age of 50, probably, but at the early age of the internet, um, Google had a Google and Wikipedia had a big conversation. It was a public dialogue as well as to what to do when people typed in a search of how to harm themselves, let's say, um, I won't use specific words. And Google and Wikipedia came to a conclusion. And if you were to type this into a search engine right now, you would see, uh, like, say, a suicide prevention hotline come up, you yep. would see a self harm thing come up, you would say, here are ways for you to get help. Yep. Um, and so that's just a perfect example of somebody like Wikipedia or Google saying, Okay, we don't want to break anybody's privacy. So if you were to type this in, we're not sending anybody getting your IP address and knocking on your door, but we are going to direct you to resources. So if somebody went into this right now, and typed in, I want to do something harmful to myself, I wonder if it what it would do. The thing I'll say here is most of the AIs today, whether, um, you know, especially the frontier models, which this is probably backed by um have like guardrails around them is if you know go and chat gpt and type something like that it does a pretty good job of you know giving you some advice and and, and uh, guiding you to a path um to not hurt yourself at least all right we went really deep on this first one what do yeah. you got next what's the what was okay. the most right. impressive demo of the week yeah this was it the most this was the most popular and it was the most challenging and viral but let's go to like actual product yeah let, let's go yeah that, that was kind of it was lower on my list because it was sort of a, a big hit but um and i'm waiting to see how the space plays out but let, let's get back to kind of our, our bread and butter here so Vercel, it's kind of like the leading company in cloud deployment for for apps these days definitely in the startup world the ai startup world most ai apps are probably a front-end uh, Vercel, and you know sort of uh, in the typescript community they're they're kind of they're, they're the creators of that and so what they have done now is uh created a generation tool and these are just new generations that people are doing real time and uh i i have one that i've done sort of as a demo here um, so let's say we have a, we're, we have a site and that site is this giant node site. And I wanted to create a conference feedback page. I basically gave it a prompt and then it gives me a few different samples of the, the feedback page that I want. And then right here, basically it makes it like as an installable component. So basically Whoa. you can just install it into your app. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, you know, or you can obviously go and get the reactor HTML, like whatever you're looking for. But like the beauty here is everything that's being generated is being turned into a little module that you can just, you know, install into your, your react application, which I think is pretty phenomenal. And here you can see people are just trying all types of different examples and creating, you know, um, does it automatically share the log of things people are creating in real time or do people opt into sharing those? Uh, you opt into sharing them. So you, you, okay. you can, you can, and, and so, and then there's some featured ones here okay. as well. So like folks, so that a generation are, to be clear, is yep. like a little module that a developer might put on a website. So if you Correct. wanted to have like 
uh, a feedback form like you just did for conferences or a yes. scheduler or whatever, yep. Yep. Uh, you can just say, hey, make me this. And yes. so the question is, you know, does this actually become uh, a, something for civilians or for developers? And so this feels yep. like it's a it's more for developers and it's kind of like a co-pilot but it's more comprehensive than a co-pilot. Well, Am I right? Well, what it, what it allows you to do, and this is like sort of why I really like what they've done here. Even if you have a co-pilot, if there's five of us and we're all trying to do the same thing, we're all just co-piloting the same thing. Here, if a person creates a really good one using a co-pilot, which is what this is, you can put it into a community. And so this is like the evolution of, mm. you know, GitHub and, and, you know, all these components where the stuff people are generating become usable and forkable from there. And I can fork this and I can take it and I can modify it a bit. And I can say, you know, uh, add a logo in or change the colors or whatever <laughs> it happens to be. And so I feel like they've done an incredible job in terms of creating the infrastructure mm. to make these uh, components highly shareable and you can see here your question on public private so you, you can change that here and so you can mm -hmm. say public or private so whatever you create um but i already found it useful and there's been a couple of components here that you know i'll probably go back and use in some ah, of the things wild. that we're building because it's just really really useful i was talking to a developer they said he he told me he's 50 percent faster using copilots yeah if this like generating modules piece feels like a you know in, an even faster version of that uh or is it just a different packaging for a copilot um no it's a faster version because Got what it. i get is the benefit of someone else who's done the prompt engineering and oh. i don't have to prompt engineer the same thing and i can take that and fork it and so if you were already 50 percent faster let's add another 50 percent on top of it Ooh, very nice so yes. in a way this is like a stack overflow if you didn't have to wait for a human to respond and you got to yes. see everybody just goofing off in public sharing their scratch pad as yes. it were correct brilliant okay yeah. and where can people go see this 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 feels to me v0.dev it's a v0.dev yeah. it's yeah, free v zero dot. uh it's i think you get some number of generations and then you have to you know uh, upgrade but yeah you, you you can do a few for free i mean it's a b plus i guess um, oh no okay well I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you there give yours yeah i i think honestly this is an a plus okay yeah this explain as a why yeah explain why it's a b plus well, a plus it, it it's i think it's really well thought out in terms of this is not just technology this is technology and community coming together and i mm. don't think we've seen a lot of that in ai yet and with respect to the developer environment it's really powerful and so they've brought those two things because you know we've seen co-pilots and we've seen community but things those before, are solo like, you know, co-pilots such a great such a great observation it's why you're here because i yeah. didn't get that so stack overflow is powerful because it's a community community correct but you don't have a co-pilot it's not it's not being done by ai no this is is being done by ai and Git with community correct github's community yeah but not ai driven creation so yeah this is a very interesting thing which makes you wonder why hasn't stack overflow and github incorporated this kind of well so github aspects. has a co-pilot that you can install yes. uh, for into solo your mode. vs code right for solo mode right and obviously you can share whatever you're doing but it's not these community components it's like the larger project which Got i it. just think they've they've taken it down to these components and you know, my guess is with over the next six months and, you know, React is probably one of the top frameworks out there within the next six months, there'll be 
almost every single major component. Like I saw in the feature, and I'll try to find it as we're talking here. I saw someone had created like a Gmail template, right? And That's so hilarious, like to literally yeah. make Gmail and publish yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, people have done this before, like making Twitter is yeah. like the easiest thing in the world on a on a technical basis before it hits scale. Now scaling yeah. it, that's a very difficult challenge. Yeah. Um, and then building community is an impossible challenge. So yeah, here's, here's a front end for like a, G a Gmail app, right? And so imagine Hilarious. you're trying to build this into your product or something yep. like, I mean, this is, this is going to be really, really big. We're going to okay. see a lot of, a lot of innovation come out of here. If this could work with non-developers, I would give it an A plus. I'm going to keep, I'm going to stick with my B plus right now. Okay. Um, yeah. There we are. Next one. Yeah. Basically, because yeah, you're saying you want to be able to do that and it's just a working Gmail app or a working Twitter app. That I feel is, th that's, uh, that will be when we yeah. are seen, fin, the yes. end, when yeah. a non-developer goes in there and does this and it's on their live site. Yes. Um, and it breaks their live site, but then it fixes itself, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or it six tells months. you in real time. I say another six months. By June next year, there'll be versions oh, wow. of this that'll create the website for you. Okay. So we'll app, producers, I mean, I think Squarespace will release something like this because Squarespace yeah. releases really well thought out modules because what this doesn't do is think about user interface and design and scalability. There's a lot of pieces here that still have to be polished, right? But you know, something like Shopify or Squarespace, they on a yep. regular basis polish things up and release new features and when they test them, right? So there's a lot of value in that too. Yeah. But if they didn't have a module and you said, hey, I would like a module that helps you build a floral arrangement. And this thing was like, okay, here, here's a floral arrangement, WYSIWYG. So you can actually design your own bouquet. Yeah. Like that's like something long tail that Squarespace isn't going to do. Right. That's like number 12,742 oh, on, on, their, on list. their list. Yeah. Yeah. But if they built a tool where Squarespace let you make your module to, you know, build a, a living room with furniture or build a bouquet, you know, like those kind of WYSIWYG things. Yeah. That could become pretty yep. compelling. So I yep. love it. Yeah. I'm going to give it B plus. All right. Listen, I know I'm a founder just like you. And there are things that I love doing. I love working with my team to build great products and services that delight people. You know what I hate? I hate doing my chores. What's on the top of my chore list? Payroll, HR. Man, it's so many details. And it's not the details I want to spend my time on. I hang out with my customers. I want to hang out with my team. So I use Gusto. Gusto is the best. They do payroll. They do HR services. And they make running your small business so much easier because it was designed for you and me, the small business owner. And payroll is something you definitely do not want to mess up. Gusto can automatically calculate your paychecks, follow your payroll taxes, set up open enrollment. Oh my God, just thinking about that is giving me PTSD from when I had to do all this stuff myself. And that's not all. Gusto also handles onboarding, health insurance, 401ks, time tracking, commuter benefits, offer letters, all of it. They even give you access to their HR experts. And this is going to let you focus on the important stuff, your product, your team, your customers. So. It's super easy to get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. So you've got nothing to worry about. Gusto's got your back. Here's the best part. Because you're a Twist listener, you get three months free. One, two, three. Three months free. 25% of the next year is going to be free for you. All you got to do is go to gusto.com slash twist, G-U-S-T-O dot com slash twist. I use them. I love them. You must go to Gusto. Again, that's gusto.com slash twist. So next is uh, Pika. So we saw these guys did a big fundraise a couple of weeks ago. And if Pika. producers can just, yeah, Pika.art, Pika Labs is, I believe, what the company is called. 
And really uh, what they've done here, and sorry, I'm going to share my screen again. This is basically prompt to video generation, and mm. it works in two ways. And so uh, I've, uh, I'll just pull up the Explore tab. So these are generations that other folks have done. And for those listening, there's a, a heroine in a dark fantasy with smooth movement. Uh, over here, there's some ducks in a pond. Um, there's a graveyard. And uh, this looks like some kind of Naruto scene, anime scene that's been generated. And so these are all just generations, and you can see the prompt below. What I went and did was I kind of did three. You can see got J-Cal here. I've got one of your favorites, which is an animated bulldog with a lightsaber. And I yeah. took our influencer from last week. And so oh. I'll just kind of double click maybe into the bulldog to start. So if I uh, click this one here and maybe make it a little bit bigger, hopefully that's good. And you can see that my prompt was bulldog holding a lightsaber ready to strike a Sith Lord. And so not quite perfect, but you know, it, it, it's oh, a close enough. Bit Close but enough. One one step beyond what you were doing in your generations last week. I remember week. that, yes. Correct. And then if I go here to the influencer, because we talked about um we talked about this influencer and we talked about um and well maybe we'll keep this a theme here, but we talked about how you can um you know save a bunch of money if you're trying to do photo shoots or you know do products or anything like that. And you can see here. Um, this, she's now been animated and she's breathing, right? And you can kind of see that. And I don't know if you can notice it's quite subtle because it only does these, um, three second ones initially. And then we can add a few seconds to it if we want to, and it'll kind of kick that off. But so you're giving it yeah, the find, picture and then it makes yeah. it do something. That Correct. is bonkers. Correct. And last week you made the influencer with what piece of software? It wasn't a piece of software. So I, I, it wasn't like a, it, that was sort of, we did it raw because it was, so Here's the challenge. In order to make these influencers, you need to basically run a model yourself because anyone that's running a model um, will put some guardrails around it, similar yes. to like previous discussion. And so I went and got uh, a fine-tuned version of Stable Diffusion called Juggernaut, and I ran that in Google Colab without any guardrails uh, around it. Why can't I, as a consumer, get that and just pay somebody $99 a month for it or $99 a year for it? It's happening. Uh, the challenge is it's very similar to the previous discussion, Jacob, because in that in those models, like and this is happening and not trying to promote it anyway, but people are taking those models and they are um, you know, creating doing nefarious things. Compromising photos of, you know, people, right? Whether it's oh, we, we can, I think we can yeah. no, we, I think <laughs> we can explain what this issue is. There's a category called revenge born, um, yeah. where people would leak you know, compromising photos of a, of a previous uh, lover or something. Now people yep. are taking, and this is something that celebrities have been having to deal with, deep fakes, I think is the category. Before yep. AI, generative AI became a thing, people would Photoshop some celebrity's face onto some pornographic image. Th yep. That's what's happening now is you can do that with generative AI, I guess, and it's pretty quite convincing. Um, there needs to be a law against that. Let me just put it out there. Uh, we yep. added revenge porn, I think, as a... I think there's laws around revenge porn now. They need to do this for generative AI. You, can, you shouldn't be able to go and listen, I know there's freedom of speech, people, whatever. Oh, you could draw this too. Okay, yeah, you could draw it. But to make something photorealistically and harass somebody who's a civilian who, you know, and then make, in either case, a civilian, you're torturing somebody and doing compromising stuff with their image. And then for a celebrity or a notable person, you're then harassing them and that's their copyright and, and that's their IP, et cetera, their, their, their persona, right? If you were to do it with 
a famous actor, you know, Brad Pitt yep. or something. So in both cases, I think that's a place where new laws should be constructed and, reg and regulations. I know people are going to be like, oh my God, you're a snowflake. Oh, freedom of speech and everything like that. Yeah, but you don't have the freedom to harass people. And that's clearly harassment. Yeah. Uh, in my mind. Yeah. And, and that's sort of the, that, so that's a challenge like yeah, today. So, you know, obviously you can have it generate characters, but we were very specifically using a model that was good at generating humans. Now, the person we generated was, was, you know, sort of uh, not based on any one particular person. So I, I think it's fine in terms of what we're trying to show here is the end to end on using these tools in your, uh, in your business to maybe reduce costs or to, you know, turn things around quicker. Um, but yeah, yeah. I would like to have this for, uh, and I brought this up when we did the all in summit last year, I wanted to make invites. I wanted to do generative AI. There just was no way to do it. Uh, and yeah. I also wanted to make them in video loops. So I wanted to have like the four besties walking like James Bond or something yeah. into a casino. Just not possible in September. Yeah. looks like it's actually kind of possible now. <laughs> Correct. Or, so yeah. when will this be good enough to make what I want, you know, like for all in summit, if it happened in yep. September again in 2024, would I be able to make like a, oh, uh, a 10 second a loop? Clip? Yeah. Yeah. With a little bit of work and like maybe half a day of, uh, you know, the right tools and a little bit of preparation, you could create everything that you're looking for. Is there a tool yeah. set where like Adobe Photoshop or something or, or some new product that Adobe's got their new generator, I could do that now and pay for somebody to do it? Because I had in this week's all in, we put mullets on each of us. Yeah. I, uh, or three of us who hadn't had mullets. Yeah. And that had to, I don't know how we did that exactly, but I couldn't do it in Dolly. Dolly doesn't let you upload a picture of a person yes, correct. and say, give them a mullet. Yeah. Today, there's not a single tool chain because there's like mm -hmm. kind of th three or four different companies, but I would say using three different tools, you can get to what you're looking for. So okay. if you use three tools in kind of together and you yeah. have to do the work of like just importing, exporting, importing, exporting, Got it. Um, you can get what, what you're looking for. And yeah. so um, we reminds can set that the, up. Reminds me of the early days of the internet. Oh, you want to put up a website? Okay, you need to get a hosting company. Okay, you need to yes. download WordPress or some other server. Okay, and yeah. you need to, you know, yeah. have a whatever SSL, yeah. SSL, SSL, whatever you got to Cert certificate. Like, yeah, so, so you had so to do I just like made six this, steps. I made this yeah. longer. So in this wow. one, I, I made it now. It's eight seconds. So you can see she's breathing and opens her eyes and she and opens her eyes up. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, we are I just now, did that over here. Yeah. I mean, we're now crossing over the uncanny valley. This is amazing, extraordinary. For me, this is an A. I mean, I think it needs, maybe I'll go A minus. It needs some polish. You know, some things are broken, et cetera. So I just think the models right now are just not. Yeah, I tried to animate this old picture of you, Jake Hell, and it kind of, <laughs> you can see it, it, it went, like it messed up your face a little bit and a few other things. So this yeah, is like where your legs move more... in a weird way. Like it, yeah, yeah. it just doesn't yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah. how to do movements of humans perfectly or how to do yeah. a lightsaber perfectly. It's going to take time to do that. Oh, it's not um, going to take time. I think. What does it need to do? It the just needs, needs more examples. It needs more examples from humans correcting them. So like in this explore tab, when, you know, this is probably not someone's first attempt, but this maybe their fourth or fifth attempt. There's thumbs down. That's why the feedback on these things is so important. So, if you want a tool to get better and it's not quite working, when you say thumbs down, this isn't sort of a like a like or unlike thing to be measured by um, some, you know, maybe some product manager somewhere. Yeah. This is actually feeding back into the model. That is what is, you know, a form of reinforcement learning. So when so people don't not like what I wanted. a generation, not what I wanted, not what I wanted. 
And then when you do it again, that's how the AI models get better at understanding what people are actually asking for and what they're looking for in the output. Mm, great. Awesome. Okay. All right. So you gave this a, what was your grade? I'm going to go A minus. Okay. Uh, just because I feel yeah. like it's a little rougher on the edges, but it's enough that you could potentially use the output. So, yeah. you know, it's I, I, actually, no, I'm going to go B plus because I'm going to reserve A's for things that are ready for market right now or okay. otherwise like useful. So I give it a, I give it a B plus. I think it's like really compelling um, okay. to be able to take a static image and start to make it come alive. Um, okay. Very cool. What do you give it? Uh, I'm at an A. I really liked it. I think, you know, you and I have a separate bet. We got to track. We got to get these bets out when we do our kind of final episode. We have yeah. a separate bet on when a full movie is coming. And yes. I've got some stuff queued up for that for our final episode of the year. Okay, great. Where, awesome. So um, that's next week, I guess. So next week, yeah. we'll, we'll start really going into when does the movie come? Because I used uh, ChatGPT4 and I've been using Poe. The Poe app's really nice. Yep. Yep. And it's got all different models in it. But I was brainstorming some jokes. And I yeah. said, hey, I want to make some jokes about this thing. Can okay. you give me some ideas of what you would okay. joke around it? And it, and it okay. actually, like, you know, I'd say half were bad. And then okay. half were like, okay, that's a good jumping off point. It didn't make any good jokes, but it gave you a framework for like, hey, you could go down this road. Here's an angle, you know, here's a theme. So I think it's interesting. Super interesting. What we'll see is people being able to use things like Pika, create extended video animations. And we're going to see, I think in the first quarter of next year, mm -hmm. uh, like a, not a, what do you call it? Like a short yeah, sure, like yeah. Some, yeah. And that was our we'll bet. Our bet yeah. was, uh, the producers will remind us of the bet. Keep the bets in the uh, docket, uh, producers. So we're reminded of them every week. Put them at the bottom of the docket, top of the docket, yep. in case you want to reference them. But I think it was a Pixar level short, um, like a, the equivalent of a Pixar level short. Yeah. And you were two years out, and I'm saying, I'm saying first quarter of next year, we'll yep. have one. And it, it, it would be, we show somebody the new Pixar short, we show somebody yep. this short, and they can't tell the difference. Yep. Not okay, that's close enough. Like you, yeah. you cannot tell the difference. Indistinguishable yeah, they, is the bad. They get it wrong. Yeah. They get it wrong. Awesome. Some number okay. of people, 10% of people get it wrong. That, right. would be, that would be like a good way to test it. Like 10, one out of, no, 20% of people pick the wrong one. It doesn't have to be 50-50, just about 20%. Are fooled by it. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, that's a fair way to do the bet. Yeah. I think so. One out yeah. of five people can't yeah. tell the difference. It doesn't have to we'll be two out of five. We'll post both on the, this week. Well, I guess people will know there, but we'll do some, we'll find some way to make well, some way pull. to do it. Yeah. Somebody yeah. who hasn't right. seen the Pixar one and we'll do it. Yeah. Here. Great. Okay. So the next one, which I thought was really cool, um, kind of pulling hugging face back in, there was this paper that was released. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll share the link for folks, but the, the paper is about this model that was created. And what this model does is it can take a singing voice. Okay. And so I've loaded up um, Adele here. So make, let me just make sure you can hear this. So you got it right so okay for you. and uh, i did this before because it was taking it's indistinguishable uh, for me it, <laughs> no well, that's her, actually her that's actually her <laughs> that was her yes that was her and She's then amazing. i converted it so that's a source and i converted it to john mayer and so here Wait, what uh, Yes. And, uh, and they have some different, you can do Michael Jackson, Beyonce, Taylor Swift. Are you uh, doing and, a cover uh, song of Adele's? Yes. By, 
And so if we do this, oh, wow. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. Whoa. I wish nothing, <laughs> nothing but the best for Sonny. Um, <laughs> that was holy cow. Yeah, yeah, pretty. Whoa. Yeah. That's 70% of the way there. Yeah, and I, I didn't mess around with any of the values or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah. just kind of, yeah, yeah. Holy cow. Pretty wild. Yeah wild stuff yes that and was john mayer if you heard that and you weren't paying attention during like an ai demo i yeah. think if we just played that with john mayer and we made a yeah. john mayer with the pika yeah. and we matched this to the pika yeah and we put it on tiktok i don't think i think some percentage of the audience would be fooled that that was john mayer doing a cover i i think so too i i i'm I, I take that yeah yeah Whoa. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, um, yeah. Did you and have anybody else's a, voices? And how did you uh, get John? Does this software have Adele and John Mayer in there? Or did you give it in a, a John Mayer track to no, do that? So, so what they've done is like, you can, you can train this. Uh, uh, let me just flip back to it. Cause I, I was going to show something else as well. You can train this with your own, um, training data. So you can give it source and targets. So that's what you did here. You gave it a Dell. I, no, I, I did not do that. This, ah. They already have this up on their hugging face. Uh, so it allows you to do a short little sample. You can't do the whole song. You can only do yes, like yes, three, yes. four second clips. But the all the technology, all the 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 model is open source. The way to do this is available, and it's just, you know. And so they only have the following target singers, which is like Adele, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Michael Jackson, Taylor Swift. And uh, so they you only can do like, Bruno Mars in the same song. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. We that's can, wild. we can, yeah. This was taking a bit longer. I, I can try to kick one off here. It takes maybe 30 seconds. No, that's okay. That I was, get it. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's wild. Yes. Gonna need, this is, this now gets us into using, making derivative works from an artist. We're back to that conversation. We are back to that conversation. This to me is an absurd revenue opportunity for like two or three people. Number one, if Adele wrote that song and John Mayer does a cover, she gets some royalties on it, et cetera. But John Mayer right. may not want to do that cover. So John Mayer may say, I am going to allow you to use my voice to cover any song you want. And then those folks, I, doing a cover, anybody's allowed to do a cover. So this Kanye West, um, The Backstreet's Back, did you see that like crazy track he released that everybody yeah. lost their mind over? Yeah, yeah. Rock Your Body. Is that the name yep. of the song, Rock Your Body? He didn't get that. It's not a sample. He did a cover song of it. That's why he didn't need permission as a sample based on what I read. Okay. And so covers, you can't stop people from doing covers, but can you stop so people from doing an AI cover? You need John Mayer's permission. Let's see this. So someone took that and applied it with some Christmas songs. And so I'm going to play this here. To the window, to the wall. So this is a, uh, you know, uh, you know, Burl Ives classic Holly Jolly Christmas, but his voice singing Little John's Get Low. Okay. And so, um, here we go. To the window, to okay, the I see it. Skeet, skeet. Skeet, skeet. Oh my skeet, God. God uh, I don't know if you'll be able to play that, but it was funny. For, I mean, I think we'll be okay. I mean, if okay. it, if if the it's fair use. All right. Well, this is this is an A plus. This yeah. is my A plus of the day. This is an A plus. Okay. This is a game changer. Game changer. You know why this is really great? 
I think, is because I love when people do Bob Dylan covers. I'm a cover guy. Uh, okay. And I love when people do Dire Straits covers. And mm. I, I, I have like a playlist of my favorite covers and every, and I've had it for 10 years on Spotify and I keep adding to it. And um, yeah, it's fantastic to hear somebody reinterpret a song. Now, these are straight re-recordings. There's another aspect to this, which is, and, and I think that one kind of did it, right? It, it kept it yep. in the, the genre of a Christmas jingle. So that's where it's going to get super interesting. He's like, hey, I want to do that Rolling Stones version of Dire Straits, Oof. Sultans of Swing. And there is a really great guitar player who he loves Dire Straits, and he will do Guns N' Roses doing Dire Straits or Sweet. Dire Straits, Mark Knopfler it's doing a Guns N' Roses song, but he wow. literally plays the guitar. So yeah. he can take the fact that, you know, uh, Slash has a certain energy style. Yeah. and style, and then he will reinterpret Songs of Swing as if Slash was doing it or vice versa, and it is awesome. So this is going to be awesome. A plus, yeah. plus, plus. I love this because you know what? If Spotify did this, they could make it part of the spot, make it part. This is where like musicians can make 10 times as much money. You could charge an extra you fee love a song, to do this. But you could now instead of always listening to it you could imagine the endless amount of creations you could take right sultans uh, of swing by bruce yeah. springsteen by yes. you know or thunder road by dire yeah. straits right yes. and in fact what's really interesting about the example you just did is bruce springsteen and dire straits were coming up at the same time there was a fabulous dire straits song called thunder road uh, there's a called um telegraph road it's a bruce springsteen song called thunder road and jungle and you know epic rock 10 minute songs you know, with incredible bridges and breaks and, and breakdowns and just do yourself a favor. Go listen to th um, uh, Thunder Road and Jungle Land by Bruce and then go listen to Telegraph Road, which is one of the greatest rock epic songs ever written. And just you listen to Telegraph Road, you can see the influence. And, and as I backed into this, I just typed in Bruce Springsteen and uh, Dire Straits and Mark Knopfler and I found the connective tissue where in some interview, Mark Knopfler had said he had heard Somebody had introduced him to Bruce Springsteen in 78 or whatever, and these guys yeah. were both coming up. And he said, oh, I want to write a song that's epic like that song. And he wrote his own epic song, Thunder, uh, <laughs> like Thunder Road awesome. or like Jungle Land. And then yeah. I emailed that to Preet Bharara, who does uh, Stay Tuned with Preet, a great podcast. He's a, yep. he's a crazy Bruce Springsteen fan. Because I talked to him about Dire Straits, and I was like, do you know the connection? He didn't know the connection. Wow. And so now you have the actual connections, but you can make your own. Yeah. You could say, what if... You know, Bruce and Dire Straits did an album together, or they played on each other. And Eric Clapton and Mark Knopfler, yeah, yeah. But, but Eric Clapton and Mark Knopfler used to, because they were the two greatest guitar players at one point. They used to do shows with each other, and you know, you'd have, um, you know, Mark Knopfler back up Eric Clapton song, Eric Clapton back up Mark Knopfler yeah. on yeah. Money for Nothing or whatever. Oh, incredible! But this is A plus plus, man. I, Bring this awesome. to Spotify now. I want now. it. Shoot it into my veins. <laughs> right that's it it's pretty great you know there's a, a i sent you a funny link earlier J. Cal, on the story the backstory for money for nothing do, do you know yes, you the did. backstory so yeah. well no i know the backstory mark knopfler oh, i didn't know it i just i just learned the backstory mark that knopfler was, was in new york yeah, and he was at an yeah. appliance place store. and these two yeah. guys were if you picture an appliance store in the 80s watching mtv so when you went yeah. to these appliance stores they would just put mtv on every single screen yeah. so you have a hundred tvs and they were just like, look at these yo-yo. Play the guitar on the MTV. Yeah, that's the way working. to do it. Money. That's the way you do it. Money for nothing. And chicks for free. And there were some other choice words in there. Yes, correct. Because he used a certain slur word. He just, he, he wrote it. Yeah, he was just he wrote it down. down. He literally wrote yeah. it down. And then 
did you say that Roblox was inspired by the animation from oh, no. that video? Well, no, I was, uh, I, I don't know if they said that, but like when you go back and watch the video, it is Roblox. Like, well, it is Roblox. So it's yes. yeah. Roblox <laughs> yeah. and Minecraft both went back to that yeah. pixelation and, and kind of yeah. did lo-fi for their, for their products. Yeah. Amazing. A plus plus. This is the best one of the day for me. Um, okay. What's your grade, Sonny? What's your grade? Mine's a plus plus uh, plus. Yeah. The, well, like, like I said, these Three models are my first a, one ever. These are a plus and I want to see them inside products because, uh, right now, you know, enthusiasts are taking them and posting them on X and other places. And I want this to be integrated in. I want the artists to be able to make money from it as well on both sides. Yep. Um, we should, someone needs to make that happen. This literally would make me use Spotify twice as much. Well done. This is the future. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, respecting copyright is so important to me. And I think anybody um, who appreciates art, I know some technologists don't seem to care. Uh, and then they get silly to protect people's IP. Uh, guess what? Those people are going to lose. The IP uh, lobby is very strong <laughs> here in the United States. And so with this model, do the right thing. John Mayer should have complete control over his catalog and, you know, him doing cover songs. And if he wants to do, you know, if he, the way he wants to do it is, a, is release one a day, one a year, one a month, whatever. And then if somebody else, Adele says, you know, go for it, use me on any song, I don't care. Or Grime says, write your own song and split the royalties with me. These things are easily accomplished with software and technology. So I call yes. BS, BS on all of the nonsense. You probably heard my argument with Freeberg where he's like, oh, you don't get it. Like, this is just, you know, giving you access to real-time news. I know that. Like, the training models and the guys bullying me on, on this week on All In. The pod, like, oh, yeah. you don't get it. Like, I kind of do get it. Those guys don't get it. Those guys don't respect copyright because they don't, they're not artists and they don't produce like art in the world. So they just don't care. Uh, like most technologists. And I think technologists have to well, really technology, think about it. art, and then legal in, in, intersect. And yes. look, the, we've seen this before, right? You know, with, with music and what, mm. you know, where we are now. And I think the good news is there's good platforms like Spotify who are already connected to and paying artists and yeah. they, they can make this all right for everyone. Last, well, what was your grade? I'm an A plus on that. I think Perfect. I just want to see it, you know, well okay. done. First, first A plus plus for me. Yeah. First and another A plus for you. Last one. So you last one. Me. Okay, here we go. So, you know, we've, we've seen this in different ways, shapes bef before, which is, uh, you know, these tools that allow you to take uh, like a base model and then put, put clothes on them. And so in this case, like you, you can see here, I can change the shirt to this and I can change the pants to this and I'll just run the generation here and it will. Um, um, so this model allows you to basically, uh, you know, take a base and put your clothing and it will do the work to uh, apply it. So you can see here, we switched Beautiful. to this. Okay. What's so you have a model. Yep. You make clothes through prompts and then it styles the model with the prompts. Correct. Generated clothes, and, it, and it puts them on on the person. Which you know, this could be really helpful for e-commerce. I, I think that you know, again, going down the path we were going um, last week, building on there. What's even more fascinating, which I thought was pretty funny, it can take <laughs> it can take like an arbitrary image and also style it on the person. And here we and have so, a pineapple. So you have the model <laughs> on the left in her skivvies, her yeah. underwear. You give yeah. it a pineapple, and it makes a pineapple dress. dress Wonderful. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. So creative. Yeah. And so I really think, um, you know, this is where we're starting to see um, 
like a real expansion of these tools, right? These image generation tools and their capabilities yes. where it, this is crazy. This is tip of the iceberg, I think, for yes. for clothing, for e-commerce, for product, we, for fashion. Yeah, We did have this. At one point, Shaq had a deal with a sneaker company where you could design your own sneaker. And so they just gave you like four or five modules. You can say, okay, I want yeah. the base of the shoe to be purple. I want this to be yep. Lakers gold. I want this to be Nick's blue, whatever. And add yep. this, add this. You kind of make a Franken shoe, you know, a Franken yeah. high top. This is it. Obviously, much more sophisticated and awesome. I give this a B plus as presented. Okay, okay. yeah. I think, um, yeah, like it, it, this is just like initial implementation. I think this needs to just now become a service that is offered within, you know, Shopify and, and mm -hmm. other e-commerce resources, and people should play with the model. And so, very excited by. All right, it. Uh, great job, yeah. Sunny. Everybody follow Sundeep on Twitter x x dot com slash su. And D E E P Sundeep. You got it. I want everybody to do me a favor. If you got to the end of the show, you're a fan. Uh, just search for this week in startups on TikTok, this week in startups on YouTube, this week in startups on Instagram. Please do those three. Uh, or go to this week in startups.com and you'll see the logos for those things. Find our shorts. We're starting to do shorts of all these. And then just please say, love the show, Sunny, love the show, J Cal, as a comment. If you could just do that, just so I know people are getting to them. And then that also sends signal and we can maybe break the algorithm and maybe get our shorts because we're trying to do more shorts yeah. here and i'm trying to learn how to get shorts to trend on the other platform so we're doing three we'll take the top three of these every week we put them on those channels and i could use your help so if you, if you like the show you appreciate what we do here just do us a favor search for this week in startups on tiktok on youtube shorts and on uh, instagram if you feel like it and you know beyond just commenting if you wanted to like it or retweet it you can reshare you can reshare stuff too now um on these platforms so just you know give it a retweet or whatever you want to call it or uh, and amplify it remix a like, i think they call it a, a remix. remix on on instagram yeah, do i don't know what it's whatever. called on tiktok and we'll yeah. see you all next time go to the thisweekinstartups.com website to see our new ai powered website by podcast.ai podcast.ai has taken every episode of this week in startups transcribed it and um you can actually talk to uh, a version of the hosts and ask us questions based on the episode that's a little wow. experiment going on and um, it also makes chapter headings and everything. So podcast AI, uh, which will have you feature maybe uh, next week or maybe in the, the new year, we'll show people how that tool works. Um, but we invested in a company called podcast AI that just takes every episode. So it builds a website. It's wow. nuts. All right, yeah. everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>